Welcome to Air Crash Investigation, the podcast, the show where we dissect all things air crashes. I am your host, Rona Kamrati, and in this episode of our new season, we'll be going over the flight that is known as Air France Flight 447, the crew, the crash, and the investigation. So I hope that you are ready to go through this crash and let us get into it. It's 8.52 here in New York. I'm Brian Bumble. We understand that there has been a plane crash on the uh, southern tip of Manhattan. U.S. Airways plane loses power and then makes an emergency landing on the Hudson River. The mystery of Malaysian Airlines Flight 37. One of the largest and safest passenger jets ever made simply disappears they're flying through, they saw flight level 100, which is 10,000 feet. I think that was a point where we went from, we have some time to figure this thing out to like, we might not be able to save us ourselves. So the flight's logistics. Flight 447 was scheduled for the 1st of June, 2009. And the plane that was used was an Airbus A330-203. The flight was from Rio de Janeiro International Airport and its destination was Paris Charles Airport. In total, there were 228 people on board. Majority of them were of French descent. Minority countries included Argentina, South Africa, South Korea, Gabon, etc. Now among the 228 people on board, there were notable passengers such as Prince Pedro Luis of Orleans Bragado, who was the grand-nephew of the Grand Duke Jean of Luxembourg. Fatma Seren Nesipoglu, who was a Turkish classical harpist and academic. And finally, Pablo Dreyfus, who was a campaigner for controlling illegal arms and illegal drug trade. Now the crew. The captain was Marc Dubois, and he was 58 years old at the time of the crash. In total, he had 10,988 flight hours, and this includes 6,258 as captain and 1,700 hours on the Airbus A330. The first officer and co-pilot who was sitting on the left seat in the cockpit was David Robert, who was 37 years old at the time of the crash, and in total he had 6,547 flight hours. And this includes 4,479 hours on the Airbus A330. And finally, there was another first officer and co-pilot who was sitting on the right seat in the cockpit, Pierre Cedric Bonin. In total, he had 2,936 flight hours. And among those flight hours, he had 807 on the Airbus A330. Now it is time for the crash. So, Flight 447 left Rio de Janeiro on the 31st of May 2009 at 29 past 10 Universal Time Coordinated. Then the aircraft left the Brazilian airspace at 11 minutes to 2 a.m. and entered a communication dead zone. This flight was a long one. As a result, Captain Dubois told First Officer Robert to go and rest. Then at 5 minutes to 2 a.m., he woke First Officer Robert up. Then at 1 minute past 2 a.m., Captain Dubois left the cockpit to go and rest. Now at 6 minutes past 2 a.m., the pilots were warned of some turbulence. Two or three minutes into the turbulence, Flight 447 went into icing conditions. As a result, ice crystals started to accumulate into the pitot tubes which are used to measure airspeed. As a result, the engine's anti-ice system was turned on. Then at 10 minutes to 2 a.m., 
the aircraft went from normal low to alternate low two, and as a result, the autopilot was disengaged. Auto thrust was disengaged three seconds later. First officer Bonin then took control. While the autopilot was switched off, the aeroplane started to bank to the right. Therefore, first officer Bonin pushed the control panel to the left. The controls of an aeroplane are very sensitive to banks, and first officer Bonin overcorrected the right bank. So for 30 seconds, Bonin was correcting the plane by turning the plane left and right. Then he pulled back on his side stick, which then raised the nose. The aeroplane stall warning sounded twice because Flight 447's angle of attack was too high. By raising the nose, the aircraft's airspeed dropped from 274 knots, 507 kilometers per hour, or 315 miles per hour, to 52 knots, 96 kilometers an hour or 60 miles per hour that is incredibly slow for an aeroplane but let's continue the aircraft's angle of attack further increased and as a result the aircraft climbed above cruising altitude of 35,000 feet at 10 minutes past 2 a.m the left side's instruments displayed incorrect information for a minute then they began working they then showed that there was a rapid rise in airspeed to 223 knots, 413 kilometers an hour, or 257 miles per hour. Then at 11 past 2 a.m., Flight 447 climbed to its maximum altitude of 38,000 feet, or 11,582 meters. The angle of attack at this point was 16 degrees. The thrust levers were at maximum takeoff or go-around detent. The aircraft started to descend and at this point the angle of attack of flight 447 increased to 30 degrees. That is very very high for an aeroplane. So as a result of the increase in the angle of attack, stall warning was no longer sounding and flight 447's wings lost lift. And as a result, flight 447 was falling from the sky. Now due to this, first officer Robert took control and he pushed his control panel forward to level the plane and to recover from the stall. But first officer Bonin was still pushing his controls back up and this basically cancelled each of the inputs out and this goes back to general physics whereby when two actions are done onto something, for example an aeroplane, and the actions are the same size and in opposite directions, example up and down, then they cancel each other out and nothing will change. And in aviation, this is called dual input warning. Then first officer Robert called for Captain Dubois at 11 minutes past 2 a.m. At this point, several alarms were going off and the angle of attack was now at 40 degrees. The stall warnings then stopped because the angle of attack was too high and as a result, the airspeed indications were now considered invalid. Flight 447's nose was above the horizon, but it was still descending sharply. 20 seconds later, First Officer Bonin decreased the pitch of the aeroplane. Then the airspeed indications started to work and the stall warning sounded again. Then, as the aeroplane was descending rapidly, First Officer Robert then shouted for the plane to climb. Then he told Bonin to hand over controls of the plane. Once he gained control, Robert pushed his controls to try and regain lift for the aeroplane to climb out of the stall. But Flight 447 was way too low to recover from the stall. Then the ground proximity warning sounded. 
Without telling the other pilots, First Officer Bonin pulled his controls back down again. At this time, the aircraft's ground speed was 107 knots, 198 kilometers an hour, or 123 miles per hour. And this aeroplane was descending at 10,912 feet per minute, or 55,43 miles per second. The pitch at this point was 16,2 degrees nose up. Then flight 447 turned more than 180 degrees to the right and the compass heading was 270 degrees. Then flight 447 turned left into a roll and the angle was at 5,3 degrees. Flight 447 then stalled for 3 more minutes until it hit the ocean belly first at 152 knots, 282 kilometers an hour or 175 miles per hour. All 228 passengers and crew died on impact from extreme trauma. Air France Flight 447 was found in the Atlantic Ocean and took two years to find the wreckage. Overall, 74 bodies were never recovered. Now it is time for the actual investigation. So two investigations were open. The first one was a criminal investigation for manslaughter and the second one was a technical investigation. Now the technical investigation includes different countries because they are just trying to find out what actually happened to the plane and basically what led to the death of 228 people on that plane. Okay, so the countries that were involved in the investigation were the People's Republic of China, Croatia, Hungary, Ireland, Italy, Lebanon, Morocco, Norway, South Korea, Russia, South Africa and Switzerland. On the 2nd of July 2009, the Bureau of Inquiry and Analysis for Civil Aviation Safety or BEA of France released a report which stated all known facts and a summary of the aircraft's debris that was recovered at that time. The report showed, number one, Air France Flight 447 most likely struck the surface of the sea whilst in a high rate of descent. Number two, there was no evidence of a fire or explosion. And number three, flight 447 did not break up mid-flight. A major aircraft malfunction was ruled out as the cause of the crash due to evidence found in the FDR. However, a minor malfunction was not ruled out. Minutes before flight 447 disappeared from radar, flight 447 sent multiple messages via the aircraft communications addressing and reporting system or ACAS for short, which showed a disagreement in the airspeed readings. Furthermore, on May 27, 2011, the BEA updated the public on the investigation. The FDR showed that Flight 447's descent was not caused by mechanical error or weather complications. However, they confirmed that Flight 447 did experience an aerodynamic stall. Then on the 29th of July, 2011, the BEA released a third report which showed new facts relating to the crash. Now there are eight facts that were released and we're just going to go through each and every one of them. Number one, the pilots did not do the unreliable airspeed procedure when there were inconsistencies in the aircraft's airspeeds. Number two, the pilot in control, first officer Bonin, pulled back on his control stick which then increased the angle of attack which caused the aircraft to climb rapidly. Number three, all of the pilots in the cockpit did not see the rapid increase in altitude. Number four, the pilots that were not in control did not do their due diligence 
by reading out the available data, such as the vertical velocity and altitude. Number five, the stall warning sounded for 54 seconds with no intervention. Number six, the stall warning stops due to the design of the aircraft because the angle of attack has increased. Number seven, the stall warning sounds only when the pilot pushes the control column forward. And finally at number eight, the pilots were aware that their altitude was decreasing rapidly. However, they were unable to determine which instruments to trust. In the BEA's final report, which was released on July 5th, 2012, they confirmed the earlier findings of the preliminary report and added more details and recommendations to improve overall safety. So the cause of the crash. Overall pilot error and minute mechanical error. So, the crew's lack of practical training in handling Flight 447's high altitude. The cockpit's lack of a clear display of inconsistencies in their airspeed readings. Wrong control inputs by the crew. The failure of the crew in identifying and correcting the deviation from the flight path soon enough. And finally, the lack of knowledge in correcting a stall. So there were recommendations that were set out by the BEA. And with regards to the angle of attack, the BEA recommended that the FAA should make an angle of attack indicator on the instrument panel mandatory. And although there was no evidence that the crew was suffering from fatigue, the BEA did recommend that pilots should get at least 8 hours sleep before flights and adequate rest time sharing flights. Now in the aftermath of the crash of flight 447, Air France changed the flight number of the Rio de Janeiro Paris flight from Air France flight 447 to Air France flight 445. And that is the end of what we know as Air France Flight 447. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope this was very, very informative. And I am so happy to be back just to talk about aviation and all of that. You can catch me on my socials at Queen Z on Instagram with three E's. You can also follow my business. I'll link it in the description. And thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next time. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you next time. Cheers.